Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. It's the Movie Zone. He's Johnny. I'm Austin. Welcome in another week gone by and another week of movie talk starting now. My favorite movie maker of all time has a new movie out this week. Oh, really? There are six new movies out this week, but really there's only one that matters. There is only one that matters, and I think it's the first one on the list. Am I not? Am I correct there? Yeah, you are. There are other good movies on this list, but no. there's only one in my, in my world that is a must, 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 must see. Now, I have a little confession before okay. we get into it. I was able to get on the HBO Max app, right? And watch three minutes of this movie. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like a little first look. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. We've got a uh, great interview in segment two. Johnny, your friend who has done work on some of the best animations in the last 15 years. (laughs) Isn't it amazing? And he's from here. So we'll talk. And his name is? Christopher Wright. We'll get to him uh, in segment two. We've got a a From the Archives, a soundtrack of the week, and a poll question of the week. But we'll start right here. Because we are a little short on time in segment one here. Yeah, today. right, right, yeah. With the Movie Zone movie showdown this week. Now, Angelina Jolie is in a movie this week. She is. And so I, I sent it out uh, on Twitter for our poll question. What is your favorite and least favorite Angelina Jolie movie? So we'll get those mm. answers coming up here uh, in se- at the end of uh, the first segment here before we get to Christopher in segment two. But the showdown of the week... Uh, I, I put a, I put it out there on Sunday night, and now I can't find it. <laughs> I love that. There it is. There it is. Uh, which movie is better, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs or the Lego Movie? Man, I, without even, I don't even know what the results are, but I know. What would you guess? I'm gonna say the Lego Movie. In a landslide, 68 percent. To 32%, the Lego movie ousted Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs over 218 <laughs> votes. You know, though, the Lego movie is really funny. It is. Um, it's a Phil Lord, Chris Miller uh, movie, much like uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is. Sure. Much like The Mitchells versus The Machines. Mm-hmm. Christopher Wright, your, your friend who we're going to talk to in segment two, worked on Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and The Mitchells versus The Machines. That's right. I think Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs can be watched over and over and over and over again and never get never get boring. Okay. The Lego movie, I've seen enough times for myself. So And the sequels? The sequels are not, not that even good. A comp- no. Oh, I think Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2 was great. No, no, I'm talking about the Lego movie no, sequel. No, Lego movies that, are bad. That, I did not like the second one of that. I love the first one. It's almost up there with one of the best Will Ferrell movies. The Lego movie? Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah maybe. Almost. Uh, all right, so there you go. That's the showdown results. I sent the, I did that uh, because we'll have Christopher in segment two to talk I know. with. Yes. Let's dive into the six new movies this week, Johnny. My guy, Taylor Sheridan, he's made such uh, amazing work as Wind River, High or Hell, Hell or High Water, uh, Yellowstone, the TV series on Paramount with Kevin Costner. He's got a movie uh, out that he's directing called Those Who Wish Me Dead. Yes. An R-rated action drama thriller starring John Bernthal, Aidan Gillen, Nicholas Holt, and the one and the only 
Angelina Jolie in the title yes. role. Yes. A teenage murder witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness with a survival expert tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume them all. I'll mm-hmm. tell you this much. It seems like a lot. It seems like too many things. But Taylor Sheridan and Angelina Jolie, this is a must, must, must see movie that I'm certain will be a thrill a minute. Now, you said you saw three or so minutes of it. What do you think? I saw three minutes of this and it looked awesome. Yeah. It really looks cool. This is. Uh, she looks a, like she's gone way too skinny, by the way. I'm kind of worried about her. I, I don't know. Um, I don't. By the way, I don't care what your weight is right. out there. I just see her this skinny and I go, oh, I hope everything's okay. Now, Taylor, was, isn't Taylor the guy who directed some of um, uh, the. The Kevin Costner. Yeah, I mentioned Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone. Yeah. So I've worked with him. I was in season one of Yellowstone for about one second of screen time. Oh, my gosh. In episode four, and I, I got to work with him. So he's actually really good. I ran into him when we were touring up there, and I, I, I don't get stargazed being in this business you know you talk to yeah professional athletes and all kinds of celebrities sure but when we met him i was flummoxed i could not speak now i also good i also know his work from when he was an actor in the first season actually through the seasons of sons of anarchy yeah yeah for sure he was the cop uh yep he was he was great uh he's in a movie called 12 strong as well he's Mm -hmm. he's phenomenal so those who wish me dead it is the must see this week and i am going to see this one in the theater because there's no better way to do it no you've got to they're open they're rocking it's time to go movies are back austin they are back so that is our poll question of the week as well is name uh your favorite and least favorite angelina jolie movie you can get on twitter at austin horton at johnny lightfoot one at zone sports net we'll get your responses here in a moment but johnny let's fly through these five other new releases this week sure spiral a rated r crime horror mystery starring chris rock samuel l jackson and max minghella Wow, right. Chris Rock and Sam Jackson. You cool. think there's going to be some swearing in this movie? Yeah. And Probably. I, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Working in the shadow of his father, an esteemed police veteran, played by Samuel L. Jackson, brass detective Ezekiel, or Zeke Banks, played by Chris Rock, and his rookie partner, Max Minghella, take charge of a grisly investigation into murders that are eerily reminiscent of the city's gruesome past. Unwittingly entrapped in a deepening mystery, Zeke finds himself at the center of the killer's morbid game, the terrifying new chapter from The Book of Saw. Okay. Uh, This has a 53% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Look, it's like a prequel to Saw. If you like the Saw movies and Jigsaw and all that, I think this is what we're getting into here. And a I prequel. Don't, I don't mean to do this to my guy Chris Rock, but I don't want to see him in a f- horror movie. Do you want to see him cut his arm off to no, get the key? I want to see. I want to laugh. That's what I want from Chris Rock. There'll be some funny. Tell me moments. the jokes, Chuckles. There'll be some funnies, but it's this is a horror movie. Rated PG rom-coms uh, titled F- Finding You, starring Rose Reed, Jedediah Goodacre, and Vanessa Redgrave. Finley, a talented aspiring violinist, meets Beckett, a famous young movie star on the way to her college semester abroad program in a small coastal village in Ireland. An unexpected romance emerges as the heartthrob Beckett leads the uptight Finley on an adventurous reawakening, and she emboldens him to take charge of his future until the pressures of his stardom get in the way. This is your date night movie that uh, a lot of you will hate and a lot of you will love, and I don't know where I'm going to fall on it, but I will see it. 
It's funny that you mentioned Irish accents when just a couple days ago <laughs> you were just talking about that on the big show. Yeah, it was just on Wednesday we were mentioning I know, that. it's pretty funny. Tell us about Profile. Profile, a rated R mystery thriller. And of course, you give me the hard names. Thank you. Starring <laughs> Valine Kane from Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. And Shaz- Shazad? Shazad. Shazad Latif. There you go. From Star Trek Discovery. Not too bad. A British, so we got Star Wars and Star Trek together. Wow. Smashing together. Wow, look at that. My world has collided. (laughs) A British journalist goes undercover and infiltrates the digital propaganda channels channels of the so-called Islamic State, which has been mobilizing ever greater numbers of women from Europe. Hmm. Her daily internet contacts with the ISIS recruiter gradually pull her in and push the limits of her investigation. Based upon the nonfiction book, in the Skin of Jihadist by Anne Orelli. Wow. So based on a true story. True story. This will be absolutely edge of your seat, nails in the armrest type movie. I w- this will be tough to watch at times, but I think this sounds like a fun, fun movie. This is going to be a fun one. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Two more new releases, including Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, a rated R action crime drama directed by, yes, Zack Snyder, starring Dave Bautista, who is Hans Olsen's doppelganger. Yes, also uh, Drax yep. in Guardians of the Galaxy. Hiroyuki Sonata and Tig Nataro. Following a zombie outbreak in Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. We talked heist movies yes, last week. we did. Didn't mention that there may be a zombie heist movie coming up. This, so this movie, uh, I did a little research. This movie has taken 10 years to get done. Wow. Like, Zach has had uh, uh, th- this idea or the script or whatever for about 10 years, and finally, like, I, th- I believe the uh, the movie house, the theater, or I'm sorry, the, the production company sat on it for a while, like kind of one of those shelved products. Yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm excited. I like Zack Snyder's work and a, cri- a zombie crime heist. Hello. So uh, that, that's for you, not me. Okay. Let me know how it is. Georgetown, a rated R biography crime drama. There is a theme going on through these <laughs> movies about crime. Directed by Christoph Waltz. Oh, my favorite. I love that guy. Starring Christoph Waltz, Good. Vanessa Redgrave, and Annette Benning. Vanessa's been busy. Just some heavyweights <laughs> in the movie business. Ulrich Mott. An amb- uh, ambitious social climber marries a wealthy and much older widow in Washington, D.C. in order to mix with the powerful political players. When he becomes the main suspect in his wife's death, based wow. on a true story of the murder of Viola, uh, is that Herms? Herms. Herms Drath. Whew. A heavy one. But a crime drama Another thriller. true story. With Christoph Waltz, which means it will be phenomenal. You know Absolutely. who he is, right? I do. Yeah, he's he's great. So Georgetown, rated R with Christoph Waltz. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, rated R with Dave Bautista, directed by Zack Snyder. Profile, a rated R mystery thriller starring Valine Kane and Shazad Latif. Finding You, the rom-com PG of the week. That's all you need to know about it. Yep. Spiral, a rated R crime horror mystery starring Max Minella. Samuel L. Jackson and Chris Rock, and the must-go, must-see, see-it-several-times-in-the-theaters movie of the week, Those Who Wish Me Dead, 
R-rated action drama thriller directed by the god of all directors, Taylor Sheridan, <laughs> starring Angelina Jolie and Nicholas Holt. And do not forget, Megaplex is still continuing their Fast Fridays this week, this Friday, 514, The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. So they're doing each in the series for free at yep. certain locations, yep. first come, first serve, for free each Friday. This is week three leading yep. up to the release of Too Fast, Fast and the Furious 9 or whatever right. it is. Yeah. And uh, for which theaters it is showing at, definitely visit Megaplex.com and find the theater nearest you. All right, Johnny, before we uh, get out to break... And I, I want to get out to break quickly because on the other side of break, we'll have Chris Wright of yes. Sony Pictures Animation. Sony Animation Pictures. Correct. No, Sony Pictures Animation. Sony Pictures Animation. Who worked on one of my favorite movies, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, as well as a bevy of others. But before we do that, we got to get our poll question responses this week. Oh, let's do it. With Angelina Jolie in that movie, uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead, what is your favorite and least favorite Angelina Jolie movie? On Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot1, at Zone Sports Net. Ben says he adores Kung Fu Panda, but doesn't really consider that an Angelina Jolie movie. You know, it's funny with that one. That's such a Jack Black movie. I forget that Angelina is actually in that. So he said, with that being said, his favorite is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, it's a fun one. His least favorite is Maleficent, which I really, really? liked Maleficent. Interesting. Papa Dave says worst is Maleficent. Huh. Best Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Nick Riley says favorite is Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and Maleficent is weird, so probably that for the other category. Wow. So that's three for three right there. That's a strikeout. Larry Tissoni, some guy that works at Megaplex Theaters. Who? <laughs> who's the heartbeat of this show. Who? A sneaky good Jolie film is Taking Lives. Okay. I haven't seen it. Least favorite is By the Sea, which she directed and starred in, and it is so boring. Hmm. Nancy says best is Changeling, the Changeling. Okay. Jolie awarded her second Oscar for that yes, movie. Yes, yes. Another is Salt. Uh, she oh, says a great uh, movie. The worst though is Shark Tale. Does this choice even need an explanation? No, it no, does not. No, it does not. Jason, no one is going to bring up Hackers. I've never seen Hackers, so okay. I'm not going to bring okay. it up. All right, don't bring it up. Uh, Lane says his favorite is Wanted. His least favorite is her relationship with Brad Pitt. It's a movie in my eyes. <laughs> Wolfman says favorite is Gun in 60 Seconds. Yes. Least favorite, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Okay. Uh, favorite from Unusually Plain is, like everyone, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Least favorite is The Tourist. And Johnny, my favorite of Angelina Jolie is one she's not in. Oh, what? But she directed Unbroken. I loved that movie. Oh. If I had to pick one that she's in, I'd probably say Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay. Least favorite? Uh, I, I'm not a big Angelina Jolie fan. So pretty much everything else she's in other than Gun in 60 Seconds. I am. I am real. I, I agree with a lot of the listeners. With Mr. and Mrs. Smith is great. I think Tomb Raider, the first one, is actually great. But I really liked her in Girl Interrupted. I didn't see Girl Interrupted. I really like Girl Girl Interrupted, and my least favorite Angelina movie is honestly Gia. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty bad. We didn't mention Wanted though. That's a pretty good movie. Uh, one it's listener, got its flaws. Yeah, one listener mentioned Wanted. We did, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a fun movie too. Coming up next, uh, we'll get uh, we'll we'll talk with Johnny's friend Christopher Wright. Uh, animation uh, big dog oh, in, yeah. the, in the world of Hollywood. Can't wait. He's uh, His work is on display right now on Netflix in a movie that is a must-watch. It's so good, called The Mitchells versus The Machines. We'll talk to him on the other side. This is The Movie Zone. Hello. 
You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Johnny Lightfoot, Austin Horton over there. Dead Man's Party, Oingo Boingo, Danny Elfman. What more do you need to say? Yeah, uh, you don't hear this uh, very often, not at Halloween. Correct. It's a Halloween for sure song, but let's get a little bit... uh, some facts about Danny Elfman, who is our soundtrack of the week. Daniel Robert Elfman, born May 29th, so really soon. <laughs> 1953 is an American poser, singer, and songwriter. He was the singer-songwriter for the new wave band Oingo Boingo. And in the early 1980s, or in the sorry, Oingo Boingo in the early 1980s, and has since become internationally known as a composer working on 100 over 100 feature films as well as TV stage productions and concert halls wow he's done a lot of work i mean look at the simpsons right look it's, at nightmare before christmas exactly the guy has a signature sound and he's really good at it well check this out elfman typically likes to work with the same directors meaning tim burton uh sam raleigh gus van sant and some of those movies that he has worked on uh, he's done uh 16 tim burton movies holy cow 16 but some of his other movies are of course batman edward scissorhands charlie and the chocolate factory alice in wonderland dumbo Didn't see that one coming. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Oz the Great and Powerful, Goodwill Hunting, and Milk. He also worked on Men in Black, Hmm. uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Desperate Housewives with a TV series, and The Simpsons. Hello. He's done a few things. He has, uh, among his honors, are four Oscar nominations, two Emmys, a Grammy, six Saturn Awards for Best Music, (laughs) and the 2002 Richard Kirk Award, the 2015 Disney Legend Award, and a Max Stirner Film Music Achievement Award in 2017. Wow. Yeah. He's done uh, some great things. You know, I would almost say... Danny Elfman is more successful as a film scorer than with Oingo Boingo. I don't think that that's a question. Right? Oingo Boingo is known mostly because their name sticks in your head. Well, I, I grew up with Oingo Boingo. I remember them, and I remember their songs coming out, but his movie career is just dwarfed that. In uh, last segment, we talked about the Angelina Jolie movie Wanted. He worked on that as well. Right. He did. He worked on Wanted. All right. So Danny Elfman is our soundtrack of the week and this week's lesson in music history. Johnny, our next guest, I'm so excited to have him on. Tell us about him. He's your friend. Well, so this is my buddy, Chris Wright. We work together in the music business at a a local store here in Salt Lake called Mars Music. Chris has even drawn one of my tattoos, Austin. Not just one of your tattoos, like the Johnny Lightfoot tattoo. The logo. And here's what you're absolutely going to love. He worked on one of your newest favorite movies of all time, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Chris Wright, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, Johnny Lightfoot. I'm doing so good, man. Thanks for having me on. 
It, Johnny mentioned it there, Chris. Uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. I have a two-year-old, and we are so freaking sick and tired of watching the same nonsense over and over and over and over and over again at our house because she won't sit through movies with my wife and I. Well, we took a runner on the Mitchells versus the Machines. She has not only sat through it uh, each and every time, but she demands that we watch it every night. <laughs> and we love it as wow. well, my wife and I. I know the ratings have been terrific, but... I cannot pump up your movie enough. I just wanted to start this interview by saying, A, congrats and well done and thank you. And B, what was it like to work on The Mitchells versus The Machines? You know, it was, um, well, first of all, thanks for saying that. It's, uh, it's so nice to hear that people have been enjoying the movie. You know, we worked so hard on it. It was, um, it was, uh, it was just about as much fun to work on it as it was to to watch it when it was finally finished. The team was, uh, was incredible. It was, um, it was, uh, kind of a, a new group, you know, a group coming from a different, uh, more traditional animation background that we're going to go into. They were working in new territory with, uh, CG animation. So it was kind of like a fresh group, you know, across the board. And, and uh, it was just, it was, it was a blast. You know, our director, Mike Rianda, he was, he made it so much fun to work on his characters and uh, uh, Jeff Rowe, his, his co-director, the, these guys are just hilarious. You know, everything they say, you're laughing at it and it was, it was good times. Now, now, Chris, um, just so everyone is familiar, you work for Sony Pictures Animation, and your title is the Visual Visual de uh, Development Modeler slash Character Designer. What that basically means is they say, this is what we want our guys to look like, and you design them. Is that correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, the director, he's got a story uh, that he's been working with. He has characters. Uh, that he has a basic idea of how they're going to look. You know, it's, he's got that in his head. And uh, he works with a group of artists. Uh, I'm one of them. And we help him figure out, you know, what, what, what these characters are going to look like. How'd you get into animation? Where did you start? And uh, what's your story there, Chris? You know, it's kind of funny. It's, um, it's, I kind of had a, a little bit of an accidental career here. You know, as, as, a, as a little kid, you know, I, I used to watch uh, The Wonderful World of Disney, and I would see what they called uh, the nine old men. You know, mm -hmm. you'd see them drawing these Disney characters, and they would just do it so quickly and so perfectly. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. I want to do that. And I had that dream as a kid, and I kind of let that go as I became a teenager. And, you know, uh different things became more important to me. But uh, when I was working with, uh, when I was working with Johnny at Mars, which was awesome, best, he's the, he's the best boss ever. <laughs> that was right around, that was, that was the job right before I sort of launched into this career. And I'd been designing skateboards and snowboards for a couple of years. And it was, it was going smoothly enough to where I thought, you know, maybe there's something here. I, I should uh, pursue art and um, I ended up, you know, starting in video games. I worked uh, for about 14 years in video games. And then, um, you know, eventually made the, the leap to film. And I've been in here, you know, it's, it's been about, I guess, about eight years now in film. And, 
I, what I do now is completely different from what I went to school for. So, you know, I just kind of was this annoying kid that would walk around the halls asking veteran artists, you know, how do you do that? Show me how to do this. And I had my notepad. I would write everything down. And so I kind of got a really expensive education on the job while getting paid. <laughs> so it was, it was an accident, you know, but it, it worked out in the end. So are you telling me that Johnny was your ex that led to your current? Is that <laughs> is that what I'm finding out here? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Without your relationship with Johnny, you would have never known this isn't for me. I got to find something better. Oh man, listen, <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> no, you don't know how much fun we had. I I still have this memory of us smashing a a Washburn acoustic out back. Yep. Wow. Yep. That, that, that's just some of the good times that, that so, Johnny would offer us. So we'd occasionally, Austin, we'd occasionally get in guitars that were damaged in shipping, and the price point. Some people they in the big box store, they're like. We don't want it back. There's too much paperwork. Yeah. Do whatever you want with it. If someone wants to take it home, great. I always took like the guys, hey, you want to get some frustration out and break a guitar? Everyone, that's everyone's dream is Let's to go do, do that it. once. And yeah. I, I do remember this, Chris. You and I, Chris and I always worked most of our shifts together. He was like my number one guy, right? And uh, we would go out back and just destroy things. It was in the back, <laughs> and we, I think, believe we were hitting it against the pole back there. It was like a, one oh, of those yeah. parking yeah, yeah. things where it stops people from driving into the building. We were just beating it up yeah. against that. That was fun. Now, uh, Chris, this movie is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes with a 97% fresh from uh basically the critics and an 89 percent from the audience dude that is big that has mm -hmm. got to feel so good it's not very many movies that actually get that certified fresh anymore yeah it, you know it's a, it it's been incredible to see it uh to see it do so well you you become so uh you, you know this from your music you know but you become so close to the material that sometimes you you need to see how somebody else reacts to it to know if it's good. You know, I had, I had seen a first draft of the film uh, back in 2017, and I was I was blown away. But as we as we kept going, you know, it, it gets it gets uh, kind of blurry, and you're not sure, you know, if it's going to work out. You're like, I think it's going to work out. People are saying it's going to be good, you know. But you just you never know until you just hand it out to the public and. I mean, to get this kind of reception has been has been really cool. We're so we're so grateful for everybody that's you know gave us good reviews and watched the movie, helped us get good ratings. It's, it's been it's been cool. Now, Chris, you're 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 a pretty humble guy, so I'm going to give the listeners a little list of what you. Ha also have worked on because there's some other big movies in here and if i'm just going to go down this really quick obviously mitchell's versus the machines missing link oh another fantastic movie Smallfoot, yes storks right hotel transylvania 2 no big deal smurfs the lost village the angry birds movie and i absolutely love that movie and the emoji movie just to name a few <laughs> these are big big movies so chris so cool what's been your favorite <laughs> Uh, it's, it's definitely been, um, you know, there, there, there's always something special about every production. You know, there's you grow close to your teams, and they're all they're all really fun. But uh, the Mitchells versus the Machine was um, probably takes the cake. It was mm. just uh, it was just such a, a fun group, a fun show, a, a cool new style. You know, it was um, for me personally, it offered uh, more freedom than I've had on any 
show in the past. And, you know, I felt like they gave me a lot of ownership. They entrusted me a lot with with something that was really precious to them, which was, uh, you know, the story is of Mike Rianda, the director. It's a, it's a, of his family, his personal family. So, you know, I felt like he was, he had, he had trusted me with something precious to him. And, and that just made it, uh, it just kind of made it mean a little bit more. So that was, that's, that's gotta be my favorite. He vo- does, doesn't, uh, Dave Rianda, doesn't he voice the, the son in the family? He does. Yeah. yeah. He, he does. Uh, it was interesting because he had done they, you know, they call him scratch, scratch, uh, scratch voices for the whole movie. And he had basically done every character. Wow. Including Kate, you know, Katie, Linda, uh, <laughs> Rick, and it was really difficult for a lot of us to see the movie without his voice in there. So much so that we're like, you know, he's got to at least do, um, I forgot his name. Uh, Aaron? Yeah. Aaron, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I called him, I called him Dave Rienda. So I, I messed that up and now you messed up Aaron. So we're even, yeah. Uh, we'll edit that, right? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah, so Mike Rianda and then Aaron. Yeah, he did Aaron's voice. So, well, he's so good. He's so funny uh, as Aaron. Uh, you said that this is a different style. How, what What do you mean by that? What kind of animation style is this? Because it's clearly not just pen to paper like back in the eighties, nineties. What style is this? Well, it's it's uh, it's you know it's CG animation, computer computer graphics, computer generated animation, and uh, the the style uh, the style is always different at Sony. One of their well, you know one of the things that the studio really stands by is that we don't have a house style. And a lot of the animation studios they have a very distinct look to their films and you can you can sort of expect to see that particular look on any any new film they they come out with obviously it will evolve you know and depart take you know different departures one way or another but at sony they kind of go you know really out of their way to to provide a new look with each film and with the mitchells you know it, it was it was a new challenge for me because instead of uh this sort of polished and clean look that you're used to seeing in a lot of CG animation. It was more of a hand-drawn, more of a wonky look, you know, where mm-hmm. there's a lot of asymmetry in the designs. And, you know, they wanted it to feel a little bit more uh, broken or, or hand-illustrated. And, and to, to do that in a, in a CG environment was was a challenge for sure now chris i gotta i gotta call austin out here i know he's watched this probably close to 20 times with his child and family right I, on, i'm not making that probably at least 20 times right yeah. and i've i've seen it three <laughs> times and i gotta tell you every and i'm sure austin you've done this too but every time i watch it i catch something different sure. in this movie that sure. whether it's a joke whether it's a quick like you said those kind of hand-drawn animations that go around the the characters when they're having a thought or something i just i love the approach that everyone took with this movie chris and i love you know i it's cool because it's got that cgi that computer animated but it's also got that hand stuff and it's 
It's funny. This movie's funny. My, my question is, who did you? Where did you draw inspiration for the modeling of the father's figure? Uh, because I'm not sure if I'm happy or mad about this, but my daughter thinks that I look like him. So I you, you, I'm looking at him right now. You do. <laughs> I don't know. How I feel Whoa! About that. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, but where'd you get, draw your inspiration there, Chris? Well, it's interesting to hear that because a lot of people are saying how. Rick, in particular, the dad, he he tends to hit home for a lot of a lot of people, a lot of dads, or they're able to relate it to their dad, you know, and and um, you know the the inspiration for Rick is really from from Mike Rianda's his actual father, and uh, hmm. and you know he 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 tried to develop this character in particular, you know, to really sort of echo his dad and and uh, the art direction you know that that these guys were giving me all along you know is that we needed to make these characters relatable and so to hear somebody say you know that that their daughter called <laughs> calls them out and you know that's you that's the, that means it, it worked. Yeah, he comes on the screen and she goes, Daddy, Daddy. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks, I guess. So, so Chris, <laughs> is this, how, how does that work? Does the director say, does he, does he bring in a picture of his dad and say, this is what I want him to look like and go? Or does he give you, okay, I want him to have glasses, maybe kind of bigger, a mustache, a beard. I don't know. What, what is this, what's the direction, a photo or just, like, talking? Yeah, you know, really early... The, the first the first stages of production are a lot like you know or what you just laid out first there's the story you know and in the story there's always some description of a character and the way they're going to look but you know uh, we'll pull down photo reference all kinds of of different characters even um, sometimes we'll even look at you know different movie stars that we want the, the characters to look like and It'll be just sort of a gathering of inspiration. You know, these are all the ideas that we have of, of what this character can look like. And then, and then it goes through a long evolution, a lot of iterating, a lot of back and forth uh, between myself, the character designers, the production designer, and the director until they, you know, finally get it to, to final. So it's a pretty long journey. Uh, well, I, I mean this sincerely, uh, wholeheartedly. The only worry I have about you guys not winning Best Animated Film at next year's Oscars is that it's a year away. I, if, I'm serious. If it were, if if this movie came out next January, I don't think that's even going to be a contest right. for you guys. Uh, but I'm I'm serious, Chris. You should probably bone up on what you might want to say at that mic at the Oscars next year, buddy. <laughs> Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks. It's really, really good. The Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, and Chris, the uh, an animator with Sony Pictures, he's the visual development modeler and character designer. What What's next, though, before we let you go, Chris? What else are you working on? Oh, I just, I, during the quarantine, I worked on um, Hotel Transylvania Part 4. Nice. They're, they're making another one. Uh, and then... Um, I don't know if they've uh, another. Yeah, don't 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 uh, violate any non-disclosures. 
That's what I'm trying to think of. But, <laughs> but they've, they've announced um, the Boondocks. I don't know if you watched the Boondocks. Oh, I read the, the comic strip. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was like a 90s uh, uh, series. I think it aired on HBO. I can't remember. Yeah, or FX or but one yeah, of the I other. Yeah, that, that was over, you know, that was uh, probably a couple years ago. Everything's been delayed sure. because of uh, the COVID stuff, you know. So... Yeah, and then uh, I got to, you know, my latest work hasn't been announced yet. So well, we'll wait, we'll we'll wait on that. Two, two yeah. let's, not, let's not get you sued. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is Christopher Chris Wright. He works for Sony Pictures Animation, the visual development modeler, character designer. His most current project is Mitchell's versus the Machines. Chris, I am so proud of you, man. I think it's really cool what you've done with your career. And, man. And how you overcame being friends with Johnny to yeah. do something with yeah. your life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, no, seriously, man, it's yeah. awesome that you did it. Just like Austin said, I, uh, I expect to see you standing up at that mic microphone accepting an award <laughs> and if you're not then you know what it's a farce <laughs> they, they, uh, they, they got so it wrong <laughs> you guys are too nice no nah, we're serious that. thanks chris thank you so much guys well austin that movie the mitchells versus the machines it's so good and and listeners out there if you haven't seen it do yourself a favor sign up for netflix <laughs> and watch this movie because it is Fabulous. I'll even take you one further. If you're too cheap to sign up for Netflix, borrow someone's login and see it. Because I'm not, I was not just trying to be nice to our guest. This will be nominated for Best Animated Film. I, I agree 100%. So the Mitchells versus the Machines, catch it now. And our thanks to Chris Christopher Wright. Sorry, Christopher Chris Wright. There you go. He goes by Chris. Yes. Of Sony Animation, Sony Pictures Animation. That was fun. Johnny, coming up on the other side, we've got a From the Archives for yes, the people. You want to give it a tease? Let's just say it has something to do with uh, Angelina Jolie. I like it. We'll get to it next right here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Final segment this week here on the Movie Zone. Our thanks to Chris Wright of Sony Pictures Animation last segment. Mm. Please see his movie, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. It's on Netflix. You'll want to watch it again and again. It's terrific. The whole family can and should watch this movie. And I'm so happy that my friend worked on this movie. Soundtrack of the week you're hearing is Danny Elfman. Yes. The legend. All right, Johnny, from the archives, because Angelina Jolie has a new movie out this week directed by the greatest, the GOAT of directors Taylor Sheridan for those who wish me dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, We decided to dive into the archives on one of her past operations. That's right. And it was mentioned in uh, some of the greatest and worst Angelina Jolie movies, but we are talking about 2008's Wanted. Starring she and... James McAvoy. The first time I ever saw him in a movie. Morgan Freeman. Yep. Terrence Stamp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Common. Yeah. And... Chris Pratt. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's the jerk co-worker. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Music, of course, by Danny Elfman and 
I want to stress that the entire soundtrack are Danny Elfman songs. The whole thing. The whole <laughs> things are written by Danny Elfman. This is a rated Including R. Including that song we just heard coming in. That's right, which is called The Little Things. Okay. This is a rated R for violence and language and has a runtime of 110 minutes or an hour and 50, a budget of $75 million, with a worldwide gross, Austin, of $342.5 million. Yeah, wow, well, wow. Well. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it seventy one percent and fans give it a sixty nine percent. Yeah, it's and that's about fair. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people didn't know this that this is actually based on a comic book. Yeah. You know, you don't really think now when you say comic book movies comes to mind Marvel, DC, the uh, sure. the Avengers type yeah. of stuff, yeah. right? You don't kind of think back to this. This was a an original comic book by Top Cow Productions, written by Mark Millar. I'm going to say Miller, but it's, it's an A. Millar. Millar. Yeah. Sure. That works, <laughs> well, too. Well, and it, it's, got, it's, it's got its good and it's terrible. Like, curving the bullet. Yeah. That's iconic, but it's also made fun of sure. quite a bit. So, it's it's this is a great Saturday afternoon waste time watching this movie. Well, and I kind of like the fact that they took it out of the comic book realm because the graphic novel that this is from actually features superhero costumes worn by many characters but the film thankfully eliminated them mm. except the leather attire worn by wesley and the fox oh okay all right which is megan fox uh, megan fox no. uh, angelina jolie's yes. character yeah. what am i doing uh and th- she's she's great in this by the way angelina jolie's as is james mcavoy it's just not the best movie ever made but tell us some more uh, facts about it so angelina had just come off uh, making, I believe it was Tomb Raider 2. Yeah, terrible movie. Right. Actually, she had, I, I, sh- I should backtrack. She came out off of, to do this movie, she came out of A Mighty Heart, which I don't really know I've a lot about. Yeah. And she wanted to make another action film. Um, she was in talks with Paramount to make a third Tomb Raider movie. The movie had to be shot and be released by the end of 2007, but due to Paramount's contract, that was impossible, <laughs> so the plans were completely scrapped. Okay. Angelina Jolie decided to take this movie, and she personally picked the Laura Croft Tomb Raider, the Cradle of Life writer, to tailor her role of Fox for her. So this is kind of a Tomb Raider type movie. She wanted her character, the Fox, to be based off of Laura Croft. Yeah, okay, I can see that, actually. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Now, James uh, McAvoy screen-tested for the lead role in early 2006, but was rejected as the studio wanted a more conventional leading man. He was later recalled when the producers decided that his character was more the runt of the litter. Wow. The studio ultimately changed its mind and wanted someone geeky, and guess what? James McAvoy got the part. I don't know if that's good or bad. Does that really describe James McAvoy anymore? Not Geeky? anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. A... No. 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 Professor X. And and the now he's he did that movie. Uh, oh, where he's the split personality. Split. Split. Yeah. Right. Now, as we mentioned, Mr. Tumnus in oh, in uh, wardrobe. That's the first time I saw him, actually. Okay. Maybe it was this one. This came out before that, so yeah. I take that back. Now, uh, the graphic novel novel that inspired the movie is actually about supervillains who took over the world and defeated almost every superhero. The movie took a less fantastic supernatural approach, and some characters were not used as blankhead. And that I might say blank, it's another word. A monster made with the faces of the most evil people on earth. 
I'm kind of glad they didn't use that. That would not be good. That'd be a little weird, yeah. Now, Halle Berry, Jessica Bill, Jaded Pickett Smith, and Beyonce were considered for the role of Fox. You know what's funny is as I watched this movie, I'm not making this up, this is true. As I watched this movie in the theater, I went, you know, I think Halle Berry would be a good fit for this oh, character. Yeah, you're right. She, she would, would. She would have matched up well. Would have fit well. Now, just a couple more things here. This was the first film to use red digital cinemas. So that's the red one digital cameras. Several prototypes were used in this film alongside with, alongside with normal cameras. However, no red one footage appears in the final cut of the film. Why would you use these cameras and not put it in? Why did they? It must have looked horrible. Yeah, probably it so. It probably just wasn't there. Got time for one or two more. This is the last one. Angelina Jolie asked for her character, the fox, to be killed. Reasoning that if she was to find out she had killed people unjustly and was part of something that wasn't fair, then she would take her own life. Wow, that's dark. That is dark, but it does. I see what she. I see what she means by that. I do too. Little dark. Little dark. Yeah. But Wanted 2008 is a fun movie based on a comic graphic novel. You do not really realize that it is a graphic novel until you listen to us on the movie zone and we tell you that. <laughs> but you're right, Austin. It was made fun of because the whole bending the bullet thing. I've tried it. It doesn't work. <laughs> All right. Wanted. Uh, waste your time on a Saturday. It's fine. It's You'll a fun o- movie. You'll be okay. All right, uh, Johnny, thanks for uh, getting Chris right on with us. Oh, yeah. F- fun stuff. Check out his movie, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back next week with more of the Movie Zone, depending on the NBA playoffs. We'll see what happens. Go Jazz. Go Jazz. Fun season. All right, we'll be back next week or sometime thereafter here on the Movie <laughs> Zone.